Hello, and welcome to She Will Rock You, a podcast all about rocks. Different kinds of rocks. Like stone rocks. Punk rock. Granite rock. Glam rock. Lime rock. Folk rock. Okay, only, only about half of those are true. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of rocks to say, so that's as far as my education goes. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually know what other kinds of rocks we would include in that list that aren't the actual type of rock that we're talking about. And since this is our first intro, preliminary, we need to get the iTunes feed set up episode, we thought we'd take advantage of this and let you guys know a little bit more about us and why we started this podcast. So, Bethann, why did we start yes. this podcast? We started Oh, it. we should probably introduce ourselves. I am Leah. And I am Bethann. And we are your hosts. So, Bethann, why did we start this podcast? We started this because one of our very dear friends who will not who will remain nameless. But is in this room right now. Is in our room and took our photos. And if you look on our Instagram, it's going to be tagged quite often. Um, it rhymes with Warren. Yep. We'll just leave it there. Um, and they are female, not male. <laughs> but <laughs> um, we started this because we love rock from modern rock to classic rock to as early as you can get rock. All the rest. And our dear friend did not know who Fleetwood Mac was. And me and Leah... I'm pretty sure Beth Ann's soul left her body for a yeah, second. Yeah, I, I, I had an out-of-body experience. It was very confusing. But, <laughs> but this, this podcast did not just come out of the blue. Uh, we've been thinking of starting a podcast for well over a year. We just never, never found the right topic. At That's one right. point... One iteration was we were just going to complain about people, and that's just not healthy to publicize. But we're damn good at it. We are really good at it. <laughs> we'll just do that on our own time and not make you guys listen to it. Um, we also thought about doing Disney. We did think about doing Disney, but there's a lot of those out there. Yeah, and considering there we live in Virginia and not Florida or California, it's not the best idea. Okay, so we got the idea to start a rock history podcast because we both kind of have different... We both love all genres of rock. We both have different interests in our subset yeah. of rock culture that we like the most. Um, are we qualified to talk about these bands? Probably not. Nah. I mean, I did take, I must say, I took a history of rock and roll course in high school, and I passed, so... Okay, I'm, that, that I have is a more than I can say. bit of qualification. That but, is more than I can say, but I, I am a nerd, but, and I... And I read Wikipedia for fun, so here we are. But to be fair, that class consisted of watching This Is Spinal Tap and Woodstock documentaries. <laughs> That's about all the research I did for yeah. my first episodes. We're great. Yeah, we'll be fine. Uh, were we alive when most of these bands were popular? No. Mm, that, yeah, like 90% <laughs> not alive. Maybe some of the very recent ones, which we will talk about, some up-and-coming bands, but for the most part... Beatles, that no. era, we, we were not alive. I'm 26. I'm 27. So no. We're just going to clear that up right here, right now. Uh, so what can you expect from this podcast? We're going to give you an overview of some of the greatest bands in history, and that is a fact, not an opinion. <laughs> and also, we're going to interview some really awesome people in our community. We are based, like Leah said, in Virginia, specifically Lynchburg, Virginia, where there's actually a really cool music scene that's growing that I would say is kind of based off of like 70s folk is really mm -hmm. coming back in more mm -hmm. of like an indie way. We're seeing a lot more kind of like 
almost like glam rock or hard rock yeah. from back in the day too showing up. So it's and a really just, fun time. There's some really cool people who are making that happen yeah. and contributing to a music revolution in this area. That being said, as we are talking about these bands and music, we're not here to debate who is the best. We will maybe talk about, you know, the 10 greatest rock albums mm-hmm. of all time, but we're not, we're not going to debate whether the Beatles are ultimately the greatest band in history. Yeah. We're, not, we're not qualified for that. We don't want to do that. We don't want to bring negativity into this. Yes. We just want to inform and educate and start a conversation. Correct. So any of you, this is most negative I'm going to get, any of you snobs, rock snobs are like, no, hard rock's better. No, folk rock is better. No, hardcore is better. This ain't for you. Turn this off right now yeah. and go find another podcast. Go find another one. <laughs> Maybe we'll make a complaining one. Maybe you'll like that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'll like Stay that tuned. a little bit better. Podcast number two. Um, so why did we choose rock music of all the genres that we could have possibly chosen? Well, I think one, it's one of our biggest shared common interests. This is true. This is important when you're hosting podcasts. Yes. You gotta like something to talk about it. And I think two... With rock music, there's not, there's po- a lot of good podcasts are talking about rock music, but we wanted to bring a different perspective. And obviously, our perspective, Leah, is young millennial women. Yep. In the not workforce. Not a lot of those out there in the rock world. Yeah. <laughs> but we're, we're looking to change it. But that's, we're going to bring a really unique perspective. And like Leah said, we weren't born when a lot of this music was happening. We've heard from it from our parents, my mom drive me in the car to soccer practice and she's blasting Elton John and you know so we we kind of experienced it secondhand in a way and I think it's good because it also brings something new to it a different viewpoint and I think that a lot of people in who are our age unless they were in you know music class or took a rock history class or did music appreciation in college don't necessarily understand how much of an influence these bands were um, and how different music would be today without them. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's, let's talk about ourselves a little bit here. Who are we? Because we're not going to talk about this probably again unless you learn about it through uh, various stories we tell related to it. Um, so tell me your life story as it relates to rock music and why you love it. The abbreviated versions. This episode's not like oh, three gosh. hours long. <laughs> oh, you don't want me to do the fourth thing and just like... Trail no. off and start when I was a baby? No. Okay. I just want to check. The abbreviated version. Okay, abbreviated. Abbreviated, abbreviated. Well, I think for me it all started with my parents and partly where I grew up too. Um, for those who don't know, I actually grew up in New York in the Hudson Valley. I was literally the next county over from Woodstock where it happened. It was actually supposed to happen originally in the town that I grew up right next to. But it, you know all the town folk complained and it got moved up 40 minutes from the road for me. Fun fact, my grandmother and grandpa, I'm pretty sure, were one of the people that complained. So They didn't want those hippies in their yeah, town. Yeah, they didn't want those damn hippies. And I, what's really funny is after Woodstock happened, my mom, I don't know how she was, she was a young girl and so was my aunt. My grandpa actually took them and drove them up to the farms so they could see the trash and be like, you see what hippies do? Like, That's amazing. It was a total, like, like dad, good old dad, American dad move. Um, but still didn't stop my mom because she got into the 70s folk rock and said to my dad. And so 
a lot of my love and appreciation, especially for Woodstock music, but also 70s music, came from my mom and my dad. I have very distinct memories of driving around kind of little mountain roads of New York and listening to the Elton John Greatest Hits album with my dad. And we'd listen to it over and over again. And then I have other memories of other uh, important people in my life introducing me to Janis Joplin. And it was life-changing because she is, if you never heard her, like one of the most unique voices oh, on the earth. We're going to talk about her. Oh, we're, we're going to talk about her, trust me. But <laughs> just one of the most unique voices. But what really made her voice unique was the fact of how confident, how much she just did not care. She didn't give a she, single crap. She didn't. She was like, this is what I am, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to scream like this in the song, and I don't care what it sounds like, and it worked. It sounded amazing. So getting that, learning about the Janis Joplin energy and Elton John's really melodic melodic tunes, Bernie Taupin's lyrics, which we'll get into, it's just all of that really good music and being surrounded in it, especially living in the area where a lot of it became really popularized. I think was a really big impact in my life. For me, it's it's kind of weird. So we grew up in a weird music time. Being born in the early 90s, we didn't have Spotify. No, we had to download things through LimeWire. No, wait, no, I never did that. <laughs> Mom, wait, I never did that. <laughs> um, so finding music was hard. Like You had to be exposed to it just by someone who either mentioned it or taught you about it. So my journey into rock fandom was kind of a slow rolling thing. Like my parents are, are definitely younger and so they listened we listened to the local radio station that plays, you know, the greatest hits of the 80s, 90s and today. So I like had exposure to, you know, the big names of Is there piano music coming from somewhere? Yeah, my neighbor. Oh, <laughs> that's fine. So I had like exposure to like the big top 40 hits from from the 80s and some of those hair bands and stuff. Um but I distinctly remember my chorus teacher in, I was probably in sixth grade, showing us a documentary on Woodstock and the Beatles. And I was like, wait, there's music about drugs, <laughs> which my sixth, sixth grade brain just couldn't handle. And then, I, I mean, I, 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 I limewired, downloaded through iTunes some songs <laughs> by, by the Beatles and started listening to that kind of thing. Because, I mean, I, didn't, I also didn't have internet at home until I was in ninth grade. So, like, finding music as a middle schooler was real hard y'all um mm. unless you had to steal your brother's cds behind his back my brother was seven years younger than me oh that's so true i was five and a half years older so there was plentiful music i had no music to steal but uh my dad who is responsible for my access to limewire he he started introducing me to things like guns and roses and um motley Crue, which you know tiny little eighth grade me listened to motley Crue was a really funny mental image now um <laughs> And it was just, I feel like I collected bands one by one. I never like dove straight in because there was no, back then there was no way to really, you know, there was no Spotify algorithm saying, oh, you're interested in this band. Maybe you should listen to this band. It was kind of a just find them as you can. And then in college, there was, I had the internet by then. Don't worry, guys. I had constant access to the internet and I was on Tumblr a lot. And the Queen fandom is really big on Tumblr. Huge. And I dove head first into the Queen fandom. Like, I know so much about that band that I didn't even know that it was possible to know. And I think I've listened to every song. And then recently, you know, the 
release of all these biopics and I feel like classic rock music is kind of getting a little bit of a resurgence um so I feel like I collected bands one by one throughout my throughout my lifetime and now that I've been doing research in preparation for this podcast there's still so much more that I didn't even know existed or I've never listened to so it's super fun what is your favorite genre of rock that's really hard to give kind of a couple highlights, so to speak, I really, I mean, I grew up in, you know, early 90s, but then the 2000s rolled along. So it was all Warped Tour, emo music, Under Oath, My Chemical Romance, Seo Sin. Was anyone not slightly emo in middle school? I mean, everyone has a little emo in them. <laughs> they even tried to make the Abercrombie and Fitch models the emo at this one is point. True. So There's a lot of island that y- happened. Y- you all are welcome. But, uh... <laughs> So I grew up with that. So that's really nostalgic to me. And then I got into hardcore and that's still kind of nostalgic to me, even though I don't really listen to that as much anymore. Um, Well, some bands I do, but also just, I think folk rock is anything that's singer songwriter or piano driven is really good to me Mm -hmm. or anything that has a little bit of a blues tint to it. I like glam rock and hair bands because there's just a theatrical element to it that I don't think can't think of any other genre of music that treats a, a show like a show and not a concert. Uh, what are your some of your favorite classic bands, Beth Ann? Oh, let's see. Pick your pick pick three to five. Uh, that was smart. Because we would have been here. <laughs> We're gonna a while. limit you on this answer. <laughs> <laughs> we would have been here a while. Um, off the top of my head, Elton John is up there. Fleetwood Mac. Nirvana, Janis Joplin, absolutely. And I got five. You said five. I said three to five. You just said three to five. I've gotten four. Probably. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going to pull one out of the hat and say Beatles. But after they moved from there, squeaky clean and drugs got involved, post drugs, Beatles is is my jam okay um so mine top would be queen there's no one greater on the face of the planet than freddie mercury um i really do love motley Crue. we're gonna talk about them love david bowie i love aerosmith i'm seeing them in august you guys are gonna hear all about it uh that's that's it that's that's my list so what is the first album, you know, just rock or not, that you were ever obsessed with that list you listen to on repeat? <laughs> the first album? The first, well, the first, like, we'll skip over, like, elementary school, but, like, in the emo days. Okay, emo days. So it was probably, honestly, Emery's The Question. It was, like, Emery's The Question and Under Oath, There's Only Chasing Safety. Because those were the first ones I got... I stole out of my brother's CD case. <laughs> thanks, John. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks, John. Um, and I, you know, snuck it onto a Walkman, and then an iPod got involved, and, oh, man, the little iPod shuffle. Oh, yeah. Just, you shuffle through, shuffle through, Emery song. Shuffle through, <laughs> shuffle through, Underworld song. What was the point of a shuffle on an iPod? Because we only listened to what we wanted to listen to anyway. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of clicking. Uh, mine was Paramore's Riot. I still know every single word to that CD. And I remember, I actually bought this one on iTunes, y'all. I did not download it illegally. 
And I remember buying it the summer before my ninth grade year, and that was pretty much all I listened to for three months straight. <laughs> it was a good thing I had headphones. I'm sure my parents would have killed me from annoying them. <laughs> uh, so what are you listening to right now? And it can be anything, not just rock-related. I'm listening to the hell out of Lizzo. We know that. I know. <laughs> I know that. They in know ca- that. In case you didn't know. that She is my girl. Anyone else? Um, there's a band called He's Legend. That's mm-hmm. left over from my hardcore days that I listened around. to. They got a new album coming out, and I've been listening to a couple more of um, their newer stuff, and it's really good. I'm excited for this new album. But um, that's pretty much kind of, yeah, anything from Lizzo or Janelle Monet I've been listening to, and then I switch back to rock, and I'll go and listen to, like, He's Legend, Crazy 88, and then, you know, then I get sentimental, and I put on my little... 70s women's podcast that's literally what it's called 70s women podcast uh not podcast playlist oh, it's like podcast playlist that's cool with stevie nicks a couple sweetwood max uh carol carol kane her name's escaping me well those of you who know me in real life and have tuned in have been waiting for this question because you already know my answer and it's the struts and I'm gonna, we'll dedicate a whole episode to them later because they are the saviors of rock and roll right now. Them, they and Greta Van Fleet. Uh, but I, I obviously listen to them a lot. Uh, I, I'm also, I really love Walk the Moon, randomly. Nice. Um, they they kind of have a more electric, techno-y finish sound, uh, but their acoustic stuff is amazing. Like, I don't think I appreciated them in, as much until I saw their acoustic sets. All right, rapid fire question. You can have dinner with one artist. Who is it and why? Dead or alive? Dead or alive? It would. I think it would just be Janice. That good answer. Yeah. Might be with Freddie Mercury. So. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, if you had to show someone who has never heard rock music, maybe it's an alien, maybe it's another human. What song would you pick for them and why? I feel like I would choose a song that would confuse him. <laughs> it's not a great answer. I know, but that's the kind of person I am. So I'm thinking a Jefferson's Airplane White Rabbit song where they, it's very druggy. It's very drug influenced. And I want to just show them like, hey, this is what all humans listen to. And they're going to be like, We're oh, all on drugs, okay. Y'all. Yeah. Or something just like off the wall like that. Maybe a Black Sabbath song and be like, yeah. This is, this is what everyone listens to. It's, it's normal. Okay. I'd go a lot less confusing and a lot more, not mainstream, but I think I would choose Radio Gaga by Queen because it's just it's it's easy choice. to listen to. It's one of the, the biggest, if not the biggest, I don't know. Beatles are probably still bigger, but one of the biggest bands in human history. And it's just, it's just a really good song. Especially the live aid version. Okay, so that wraps up getting to know us. We hope you enjoyed it. Go listen to episode one right now. Do it. Bye. See ya.